0: From the Old City, a practical Torah commentary by Gutman Lodge. Deuteronomy 33, V'zotz HaBeracha, the four most important days. This week's portion of the Torah tells of Moshe's death. As the final portion of the Torah, it is fitting that Moshe's passing is recorded here. The day a man dies is one of the most important days of his life. In fact, the anniversary of a completely righteous person's passing is celebrated year after year. We are told that when a righteous person passes, his spiritual presence becomes even more accessible to the world than when he was alive. This is so since his physical body no longer restricts him. His spiritual influence is especially evident on the anniversary of his passing. Every day of our lives provides us with a unique opportunity to accomplish our spiritual goal. So obviously, each day is extremely important. But still, there are four special days in a Jewish man's life that are more important than the rest of his days. Each of these days is related to a different letter in God's holiest name, Yud K. Vavkei. The day of his bris milah, when he is circumcised, is the first of these special days and is associated with the first letter of this name, the Yud. Yud is the beginning of this name and the bris the beginning of the boy's Jewish life. He receives his Jewish name at his bris and from then on is identified by this name. Also is the first letter of the word Jew, Yehudi. So fittingly, it represents the beginning of the boy's Jewish life. The letter is even shaped somewhat like the area of the briss. The next most important day in a Jewish boy's life is the day of his bar mitzvah. This is related to the second letter of God's name, the letter He. This He represents Bina, understanding, and it is at this age that the boy begins his mental maturity and is far enough along to become personally obligated to fulfill the mitzvot, the commandments. The next most important day in his life is the day of his marriage. This is related to the third letter of this name, the Vav. The Vav represents drawing down. Marriage is a coming down in order to go up. It is by this coming down into a physical union that a man can fulfill the essential mitzvah of procreation and will be elevated by doing so. The Vav is the Yud being drawn down from its spiritual realm to its physical realm. The day of his marriage is the day of his physical completion. The last of the four most important days is the day of his death. The final He in this name represents the completion of his physical life. The Talmud says those who are born are destined to die. Death of the physical is the natural conclusion of life in this world. This letter, as it is used here, is associated with completion, kingship, and judgment. The day of death brings the soul to its completion of life on earth and on to its judgment. It is at this time that the soul faces its judge as its life on earth is reviewed, and then the soul goes on to its just rewards. Although we should celebrate our opportunity here every day of our lives, these four days should be celebrated with even greater joy and spiritual awareness. A breathtaking kiss. When a righteous person passes away, it is likened to a hair being lifted out of a glass of milk. When it leaves, the hair comes up with only the small amount of milk that clings to it. The hair is not attached to the milk at all. The milk is likened to the righteous person's deeds and attachments in this world. When an average person passes away, and all the more so an evil person, it is likened to a piece of cotton being pulled out of a thorn bush. The thick end of the thorn pulls, drags, and tears the cotton when it goes. The average person is so attached to the world he is leaving that he tries to bring as much of it with him as he can when he goes. The Torah says that when Moshe died, it was by the mouth of Hashem. What does this mean? Is it all creation here by the word of God from what he said, let there be? So what is the difference between the word of God and the mouth of God? The word comes from the mouth. Remember, these mystical subjects are taught metaphors, and the literal perspective is given only to allow us to understand these lofty ideas and images we can relate to. When someone utters or speaks a word, that word goes out from the speaker. It comes from his inner depths and travels out into the world. A word is a real object by all accounts, and even though words are not as concrete as the material creation, this does not take away from their reality. Even thoughts are real. A kiss is the complete opposite of a word. When someone kisses someone, they put their lips onto the lips of the one they love, and they draw the breath of their beloved back into themselves. The kiss is both a sign and a physical action that demonstrate that the beloved is indeed beloved. This is how Hashem took back into Himself the breath of life that He first blew into Moshe when He was born and continued to do so all the days of His life. The End This week we conclude the five books of the Torah. When we look at the closing line of each book of the Torah, we see that it sums up the essence of that book. The book of Genesis, Mereshit, ends by saying Yosef died at the age of 110 years. They embalmed him and he was placed in a coffin in Egypt. We see so much from this one line. Yosef's death sums up the forefathers and foremothers as he lived at the end of that period. The tribal period closed with his passing, and the period of history identified by the enslavement of the children of Israel in Egypt dawned. Joseph's embalming hints that we have not seen the last of his story. Something more was to happen to him. The book of Exodus, Shemot, ends with, "...for the cloud of Hashem would be on the Mishkan by day, and fire would be on it at night." before the eyes of all of the house of Israel throughout their journeys. This sums up the most important aspect of this book and the period of our history that it records. The essential content of the book of Shmot is the Jews going out into freedom and their wandering in the wilderness with Hashem's glory as a guide. The last sentence of the book of Leviticus, V'Yikra, reads, These are the commandments that Hashem commanded Moshe to the children of Israel on Mount Sinai. And the essence of this book is the learning of God's commandments. The last line of the book of Numbers, Bamidbar, reads, These are the commandments and the ordinances that Hashem commanded through Moshe to the children of Israel in the plains of Moab at the Jordan by Yerikon. Again, the last line points to the essence of the book by mentioning the commandments we learned from Moshe, and tells us that at this time we were standing at the end of our journey in the wilderness, ready to ascend into the Holy Land. And the final book of the Torah, Deuteronomy, Devarim, ends with, "...never again has there arisen a prophet like Moshe, whom Hashem had known face to face." This points to Moshe's unique role in the history of the world and what he did for the children of Israel. This sums up the books that are called the Five Books of Moshe. Now comes the most important question of all What sentence is going to sum up your life? Surely there's going to be one. Maybe you do not know who is going to write it, but it is going to be written. What would you like it to say? The truth is, we are writing this sentence with our deeds today. There is one.com